0: Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 93 of our journey. Saul continues to hunt for David, but God is ever faithful. Today we read two stories of David's faithfulness to Saul in spite of his situation. Twice David has the opportunity to kill Saul and twice he refuses to lay a hand on the Lord's chosen one. He recognizes that it is not his job and that God will punish Saul in his own time. Sandwiched between these stories is the tale of Nabal, a wealthy but foolish man. Nabal refuses to honor David and his men for the support and protection they have provided. David rises up in anger, but is appeased by Abigail, the wife of Nabal. Join me in 1 Samuel 24-26 to to see David walking in integrity before the Lord. 1 Samuel 24. When Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, they told him, Look, David is in the desert of En Gedi. So Saul took three thousand select men from all Israel, and went to find David and his men in the region of the rocks of the mountain goats. He came to the sheepfolds by the road where there was a cave. Saul went into it to relieve himself. Now David and his men were sitting in the recesses of the cave. David's men said to him, This is the day about which the Lord said to you, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you can do to him whatever seems appropriate to you. So David got up and quietly cut off an edge of Saul's robe. Afterward, David's conscience bothered him because he had cut off an edge of Saul's robe. He said to his men, May the Lord keep me far away from doing such a thing to my Lord, who is the Lord's chosen one by extending my hand against him. After all, he is the Lord's chosen one. David restrained his men with these words and did not allow them to rise up against Saul. Then Saul left the cave and started down the road. Afterward, David got up and went out of the cave. He called out after Saul, My Lord, O King! When Saul looked behind him, David kneeled down and bowed with his face to the ground. David said to Saul, Why do you pay attention when men say, David is seeking to do you harm? Today your own eyes see how the Lord delivered you, this very day, into my hands in the cave. Some told me to kill you, but I had pity on you and said, I will not extend my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's chosen one. Look, my father, and see the edge of your robe in my hand. When I cut off the edge of your robe, I didn't kill you. So realize and understand that I am not planning evil or rebellion. Even though I have not sinned against you, you are waiting in ambush to take my life. May the Lord judge between the two of us, and may the Lord vindicate me over you, but my hand will not be against you. It's like the old proverb says, from evil people, evil proceeds, but my hand will not be against you. Who has the king of Israel come out after? Who is it that you are pursuing? A dead dog? A single flea? May the Lord be our judge and arbiter. May he see and arbitrate my case and deliver me from your hands. When David finished speaking these words to Saul, Saul said, Is that your voice, my son, David? Then Saul wept loudly. He said to David, You are more innocent than I, for you have treated me well, even though I have tried to harm you. You have explained today how you have treated me well. The Lord delivered me into your hand, but you did not kill me. Now if a man finds his enemy, does he send him on his way in good shape? May the Lord repay you with good this day for what you have done to me. Now look, I realize that you will in fact be king, and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hand. So now swear to me in the Lord's name that you will not kill my descendants after me, or destroy my name from the house of my father. David promised Saul this on oath. Then Saul went to his house, and David and his men went up to the stronghold. 1 Samuel 25 Samuel died, and all Israel assembled and mourned him. They buried him at his home in Ramah. Then David left and went down to the wilderness of Paran. There was a man in Maon, whose business was in Carmel. This man was very wealthy. He owned three thousand sheep and a thousand goats. At that time he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. The man's name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was both wise and beautiful, but the man was harsh and his deeds were evil. He was a Calebite. When David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep, he sent ten servants, saying to them, Go up to Carmel to see Nabal, and give him greetings in my name. Then you will say to my brother, Peace to you and your house, peace to all that is yours. Now I hear that they are shearing sheep for you. When your shepherds were with us, we neither insulted them nor harmed them the whole time they were in Carmel. Ask your own servants, they can tell you. May my servants find favor in your sight, for we have come at the time of a holiday. Please provide us, your servants, and your son David, with whatever you can spare. So David's servants went and spoke all these words to Nabal in David's name. Then they paused, but Nabal responded to David's servants, "Who is David and who is this son of Jesse? This is a time when many servants are breaking away from their masters. Should I take my bread and my water and my meat that I have slaughtered for my shears and give them to these men? I don't even know where they came from." So David's servants went there. So, so David's servants went on their way. When they had returned, they came and told David all these things. Then David instructed his men, Each of you strap on your sword. So each one strapped on his sword, and David also strapped on his sword. About four hundred men followed David up, while two hundred stayed behind with the equipment. But one of the servants told Nabal's wife, Abigail, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our Lord, but he screamed at them. These men were very good to us. They did not insult us nor did we sustain any loss during the entire time we were together in the field. Both night and day, they were a protective wall for us the entire time we were with them, while we were tending our flocks. Now be aware of this, and see what you can do, for disaster has been planned for our Lord and his entire household. He is such a wicked person that no one tells him anything. So Abigail quickly took two hundred loaves of bread, two containers of wine, five prepared sheep, five sias of roasted grain, a hundred bunches of raisins, and two hundred lumps of pressed figs. She loaded them on donkeys, and said to her servants, Go on ahead of me, I will come after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. Riding on her donkey she went down under cover of the mountain. David and his men were coming down to meet her, and she encountered them. Now David had been thinking, In vain I guarded everything that belonged to this man in the wilderness. I didn't take anything from him, but he has repaid my good with evil. God will severely punish David if I leave alive until morning even one male from all those who belong to him. When Abigail saw David, she got down quickly from the donkey, threw herself face down before David, and bowed to the ground. Falling at his feet, she said, My Lord, I accept all the guilt, but please let your female servant speak to you. Please listen to the words of your servant. My Lord should not pay attention to this wicked man, Nabal. He simply lives up to his name. His name means fool and he is indeed foolish. But I, your servant, did not see the servants my Lord sent. Now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord lives, and as surely as you live, it is the Lord who has kept you from shedding blood and taking matters into your own hands. Now may your enemies and those who seek to harm my Lord be like Nabal. Now let this present that your servant has brought to my Lord be given to the servants who follow my Lord. Please forgive the sin of your servant, for the Lord will certainly establish a lasting dynasty for my Lord, because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord, but may no evil be found in you all your days. When someone sets out to chase you and to take your life, the life of my Lord will be wrapped securely in the bag of the living by the Lord your God, but he will sling away the lives of your enemies from the sling's pocket. The Lord will do for my Lord everything that he promised you, and he will make you a leader over Israel. Your conscience will not be overwhelmed with guilt for having poured out innocent blood, and for having taken matters into your own hands. When the Lord has granted my lord success, please remember your servant. Then David said to Abigail, Praised be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you this day to meet me. Praise be your good judgment. May you yourself be rewarded for having prevented me this day from shedding blood and taking matters into my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, he who has prevented me from harming you, If you had not come so quickly to meet me, by morning's light, not even one male belonging to Nabal would have remained alive. Then David took from her hand what she had brought to him. He said to her, Go back to your home in peace. Be assured that I have listened to you and responded favorably. When Abigail went back to Nabal, he was holding a banquet in his house like that of the king. Nabal was having a good time and was very intoxicated. She told him absolutely nothing until morning's light. In the morning, when Nabal was sober, His wife told him about these matters. He had a stroke and was paralyzed. After about ten days, the Lord struck Nabal down and he died. When David heard that Nabal had died, he said, Praised be the Lord who has vindicated me and avenged the insult that I suffered from Nabal. The Lord has kept his servant from doing evil, and he has repaid Nabal for his evil deeds. Then David sent word to Abigail and asked her to become his wife. So the servants of David went to Abigail at Carmel and said to her, David has sent us to you to bring you back to be his wife. She arose, bowed her face toward the ground, and said, Your female servant, like a lowly servant, will wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Then Abigail quickly went and mounted her donkey, with five of her female servants accompanying her. She followed David's messengers and became his wife. David had also married Ahanom from Jezreel. The two of them became his wives. Now Saul had given his daughter Michal, David's wife, to Paltiel, son of Laish, who was from Galim. 1 Samuel 26 The Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah and said, Isn't David hiding on the hill of Hakala near Jeshemon? So Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, accompanied by three thousand select men of Israel, to look for David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul camped by the road on the hill of Hakala near Jeshemon, but David was staying in the wilderness. When he realized that Saul had come to the wilderness to find him, David sent scouts and verified that Saul had indeed arrived. So David set out and went to the place where Saul was camped. David saw the place where Saul and Abner, son of Ner, the general in command of his army, were sleeping. Now Saul was lying in the entrenchment, and the army was camped all around him. David said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and Abishai son of Zariah, Joab's brother, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? Abishai replied, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai approached the army at night and found Saul lying asleep in the entrenchment with his spear stuck in the ground by his head. Abner and the army were lying all around him. Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me drive the spear right through him into the ground with one swift jab. A second jab won't be necessary. But David said to Abishai, Don't kill him. Who can extend his hand against the Lord's chosen one and remain guiltless? David went on to say, As the Lord lives, the Lord himself will strike him down. Either his day will come and he will die, or he will go down into battle and be swept away. But may the Lord prevent me from extending my hand against the Lord's chosen one. Now take the spear by Saul's head and the jug of water and let's get out of here. So David took the spear and the jug of water by Saul's head and they got out of there. No one saw them or was aware of their presence or woke them. All of them were asleep, for the Lord had caused a deep sleep to fall on them. Then David crossed to the other side and stood on the top of the hill some distance away. There was a considerable distance between them. David called to the army and to Abner, son of Ner. Won't you answer, Abner? Abner replied, Who are you that you have called to the king? David said to Abner, Aren't you a man? After all, who is like you in Israel? Why then haven't you protected your lord, the king? One of the soldiers came to kill your lord, the king. This failure on your part isn't good. As surely as the lord lives, you people who have not protected your lord, the lord's chosen one, are as good as dead. Now look where the king's spear and the jug of water that was by his head are. When Saul recognized David's voice, he said, Is that your voice, my son, David? David replied, Yes, it's my voice, my lord, the king. He went on to say, Why is my Lord chasing his servant? What have I done? What wrong have I done? So let my Lord the king now listen to the words of his servant. If the Lord has incited you against me, may he take delight in an offering. But if men have instigated this, may they be cursed before the Lord. For they have driven me away this day from being united with the Lord's inheritance, saying, Go on, serve other gods. Now don't let my blood fall to the ground away from the Lord's presence. For the king of Israel has gone out to look for a flea the way one looks for a partridge in the hill country. Saul replied, I have sinned. Come back, my son David. I won't harm you any more. for you treated my life with value this day. I have behaved foolishly and have made a very terrible mistake. David replied, Here is the king's spear. Let one of your servants cross over and get it. The Lord rewards each man for his integrity and loyalty. Even though today the Lord delivered you into my hand, I was not willing to extend my hand against the Lord's chosen one. In the same way that I valued your life this day, may the Lord value my life and deliver me from all danger. Saul replied to David, May you be rewarded, my son, David. You will, without question, be successful. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripturegmail.com. At it's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible, knowing. And ultimately, being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.